0: Hello, Podketeers and welcome to episode 40. In this episode, we cover some of the changes that we are already seeing in the parks for the 60th anniversary, some of the changes that just recently got completed at DCA in the area formerly known as Condor Flats, uh, and we talk a little bit about Sam Simon. Sam Simon was one of the creative forces behind The Simpsons. And he left the show really early on, but uh, he was executive producer to the show all the time that it has been running. And Sam recently passed away from cancer, but he had a unique outlook on life. And uh, we talk a little bit about some of the things that he was doing uh, to try to make the world a better place. So. Uh, We're going to jump right into the episode, but before we do that, I would just like to remind you that you can find us over at podcateers.com. Also, you can find us at facebook.com slash podcateers. And remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We are at podcateers on both of those networks. Okay, so until next time, we hope that you guys have a great week, and we hope that you enjoy episode 40 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. I want to say that this idea that we had of posting the 60 coolest things about Disneyland or 60 favorite things Mm -hmm. for the 60th anniversary... This was a lot harder to come up with. Than I thought it was going to be. I'm still trying to make up stuff, to be honest with you. <laughs> and I guess by the time that you listen to this episode, this will have launched already. True. So we'll be on day three yeah. when this episode launches. So yay. <laughs> those those last 60 were, those last 60, <laughs> those last 20, kind of brutal. It almost felt like a stretch at some point. It's like, mm. what's your favorite condiment on a corn dog? We were
1: getting to that point. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, we were just like, oh, uh, who's your favorite nurse at the nurses' station? Like,
0: we just couldn't think of anything. <laughs> and that one came from, who's your favorite um, Who's your favorite cast member? Because there's a lot of cast members oh, there okay. that yeah. are real fun. Yeah. Uh, like, Maynard's one of those. And then uh, this girl... She goes by the Disney Act, but uh, her name is Autumn. She works at Tower of Terror. She's really fun. Mm. Um, This guy, Anthony at Tower of Terror, is really fun. And so people know these these cast members, and they take pictures with them and everything. And so when we got to the favorite cast member, we were like, who's your favorite (laughs) nurse at the nurse's station? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It was a little more difficult than we thought it was going to be, but... We got it up, and that's the important thing. Good.
1: So. And we thank you all for your participation so far.
0: Yeah. So for everyone that's participated, tag people. Tell them to join yes. in. Yes. Hashtag it. Repost it. Yes. Yeah, repost it. And them it. And tell them to
1: catch up because it's supposed to end at the start of the 60th kickoff.
0: Because at the end of this whole thing, we're going to give out a prize. Wait, what? No, we're not. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't a part of this meeting. <laughs> That's because you were still asleep this morning <laughs> Very true We are recording very early Actually, it's not even that early It's not almost lunchtime yeah. You should have Blake because okay. we had yeah. Mickey pancakes yeah. yeah,
1: we would have recorded early if Javier had just opened up <laughs> Yeah, you missed the pancakes, dude, sorry It's alright So all I right. wake up
2: and I see the text Alright, see you guys in, in 15 minutes I literally just woke up <laughs> I was like, oh my god Wait what? I thought we were meeting later. I don't
1: get how you like even misunderstood my message.
0: <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I, did, I didn't understand that either." I he was he was very clear about when he had to leave. So. Yeah, I actually have to leave very soon too. I have got something I have to take care of after we finish recording today. Oh, it's a surprise, so I can't really talk mm. about it. I guess by the time that this airs, it, it will yeah. already have happened. yes. So what is it? But I'm I'm just hoping that I make it. I don't want to reference it in case I didn't make it, because uh, I don't. Never mind. Let's yeah, just move I think on. That's Never fair. Mind. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just move. Let's change the subject. <clears throat> hey, can I ask you a
1: question? What's up? And I was, I have been hunting forever. I was looking for things that Disney was going to do exclusively for the 60th anniversary. Come to find out, you told me this morning they're releasing a set of exclusive pins for the 60th anniversary.
0: No, I told you.
1: You did ago. not. Totally did. You didn't. We talked about it. Have you checked
2: this out? Was I there? Because I will confirm that you did not tell us. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, I told I told I, this is the I, first I, of I her you.
0: I will tell you something. Yeah. I didn't mention it because since he's such a pin collector. Is this the I, secret? I made. No, no. I actually. <laughs> I, I foolishly made the assumption that I thought he knew about it because he's such a pin collector. Ah. To me, it's like, you know, if there's one or two in there that I like, I'll probably get them. But unfortunately, I no longer have disposable income to use on buying <laughs> 60 pins. Yeah. So I just thought, you know what, I, I'm just going to mm. let him handle it.
1: No, but you see, that's the thing. And this is what upsets me even more, okay? I've been on the hunt for these things forever on the internet, just constantly searching. Right. At a certain point, I accept that they're not doing anything. Fine. Check this out, okay? So apparently, they're releasing six different colored diamond-shaped mm-hmm. pins, right? And they started them on January 31st. Whoa. Let me see. Yeah. So I told
0: you, they've been around for a while. How you haven't seen people posting wow. these on Instagram and Facebook is beyond me. Yeah, I just... They've I been haven't. all over Twitter, I saw diamonds, all over and just Instagram, kept scrolling. all over Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it was really crazy because this last, this last week, I saw a couple of people posting images from Disneyland where... You can't just walk in. It's one of those limited edition mm-hmm. things where they're getting up at 1 o'clock in the morning what? to stand in line outside of Disneyland just to get a wristband nice. to possibly get the pin.
2: It, if do you just get one per wristband? or You get
0: two per wristband. Uh. So every person is allowed to get two. Mm-hmm. So most people were buying, you know, they were going as couples, buying four, making yeah. two sets for themselves, and then selling the other two, or keeping them to trade for ones that they won't be able to get later mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. which you know it's it's the best approach yeah but i think each one retails for like 15 bucks a pop
2: so mario didn't know about <clears throat> this
0: at all
1: yeah and apparently 3 he didn't. months in okay i already i just missed the march 19th one
2: but yeah, they was- didn't they mention it Three months prior? Yes, they did. That's why I'm so, saying. oh, I'm really confused. Mr. Well, that's the pin thing. Pin Collector. This
1: is, this is what I don't... Just because I collect them doesn't mean I keep up to the releases. <laughs> that's the thing. I've been trying to look for something like this. Right. And now I'm finding out about it halfway through. <laughs> Again, he's the pin collector. Yeah. I,
0: I would have thought he would have known yeah. about this. It's a little weird, but all right. It yeah. that's me. But he, he's angry at me because I didn't tell him. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm angry
2: at you. <laughs> you should be mad at Disney because they didn't tell you either. No, I'm,
1: they come mad it all over,
0: everyone. which is how I found out about it. How did you find out? When the Disney blogs or something, like somebody tweeted it out. In November. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I knew they were coming.
1: We share all this information on one, like, Google Drive, and not one of you posted that on there.
0: <laughs> I don't know what
2: to say. Man. I don't know what to say either. <laughs> I don't collect pins. Why at like, all
0: of you keep up with the pins? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, if it's if if it's any consolation, they are available on eBay for a couple hundred dollars a piece. Oh, Are now. they? Oh great.
2: <laughs> yeah, let me warn you ten years prior. The seventieth? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the seventieth we'll will have since launch, launch they too. will yes. be
2: launching around January as well. I'll be right then, I think in ten you, years. I thank you for letting me know. <laughs> now, I second that by the
0: way. I, I agree with what he <laughs> said. I concur. But I, I concur. Yes.
2: In 10 years, almost exactly. This is recorded evidence <laughs> that you guys warned me. This is, this is evidence yes. that we are warning you. What Fair episode enough. is this? And guess 40th? What?
0: And guess what? It will also happen for the 80th. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let so let the, is on. this episode 40? This is episode so 40. You can
2: go back. Episode 40 mm-hmm. is in 10 years and, and we'll remind you by then. Actually, right. don't worry about it. I'm putting it on my phone. That will be obsolete
1: <laughs> in 20 years. <laughs>
0: Dude, you just blew out my
2: ears.
0: That was good. Oh, man, that hurt. I was not prepared for Javier to sound like one of the Lion King hyenas. (laughs) Well,
2: that made me laugh. Sorry. Good God. That
0: was good. Hey, so did you guys finally watch Cinderella?
2: I did not. I have yet to
0: watch it. (laughs) I haven't had time to go watch it either. Oops. And I've been wanting to watch it because... I'm hearing all these
2: conflicting reports about how
0: good it is yeah. versus how bad it is, and really,
2: I've not even heard I, one negative.
0: I have heard negative. There, there are not many of them, yeah. but there are negative reviews. I take of it the back. Decider's there is movie. one
2: thing. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say it. Is well, it part of the story? Y- it's it's one. It's a thing in the movie. I don't think it would change the ending or anything. I mean.
0: Well cuz there's there's one gender I don't think it's a spoiler. There's one gender change that happened mm-hmm. that is really upsetting a lot of people. Okay. Um man, I don't want to say it either cuz I I don't want it to spoil. Yeah. But there there is some there there are quite a few changes that some people are just kind of rolling with it and they're right. just saying, you know, it doesn't detract from the story. It's still a really good story. They executed it really well. And there's other people that are saying like they changed too much. It's not true to the original story. It's not this, it's not that. So,
2: so I guess I'll go with that, too. That's what I heard. It's not quite, don't expect to watch the cartoon live version. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. So, considering, I, I think out of the three of us, Javier is probably the one that watches the most movies. I watch mm-hmm. a lot of movies. Right?
2: I just watched uh, the second Divergent. What is it? Insurgent. Insurgent. Saw that last night.
0: I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> my my time is spent, never mind. The pro, the point is, I don't watch very many movies. We don't go out to the movies a lot, so I would be the last person mm. to give a review on something.
2: Mm. Now, you watch uh what is it? WWE and Rey Mysterio doing 619s. I don't. Mario spends his time doing yeah, that. Yeah, I can
1: give you a review on that.
2: <laughs> However, I spend my time
0: watching training videos and nope. watching yeah that's what I do I mean I listen to a bunch of podcasts and I listen to audiobooks <laughs> when I'm in the car or in traffic or I I very rarely have time to do those extracurricular things especially right. lately because of mm-hmm. how much I time I spend in traffic yeah but this past week was really good because I went to Disneyland and I posted a picture of this it was the day I met Drake Bell which was Pretty awesome that, that how, how cool awesome. was it that he chose to wear the podcast button really for the rest great. of the evening? That was rad. So, yeah. Drake Bell, thank you. Thank You're you. You're awesome. And that day, uh, I, I had a chance to meet up with our friend, uh, Disney Film Facts. Oh, uh-huh. and we, we were talking about, you know, uh, I mean, let me tell you, as far as a guy that knows about
2: movies mm-hmm.
0: and, you know, really appreciates and has that love for Disney history. He is, he is that type of person. Definitely.
2: He, he has us all beat.
0: I mean, he's got books and movies and some of the most obscure movies, too. We were talking about his collection. He's got some movies that people wouldn't even want to touch with a 10-foot pole. Wait, and what? Yeah, like they just push it away. It's like, I don't want to watch you um, go away from me. But he'll watch them <laughs> because he wants to be able to appreciate the lineage yeah. of all the movies, where they came from, how they were made, etc., uh, he's got a really good appreciation for the history of the park and the Imagineers, the animators and everything. And I asked him if he was willing to come on and, you know, do some movie reviews for us. Because he's the only person that I know,
2: Heck yeah! you know,
0: that would be really good at doing wow. it. Because I don't think we'd be any good. Nope. So I think very soon we're going to have, you know, an at Disney Film Facts segment on the podcast. Or even on the website where there's like a written review yeah. where people can go back read his review and figure out do I want to watch this or wait for it on DVD I would love hey, to very have, cool
2: I would love to have a movie talk with this guy
0: oh I know you, you would have a really good talk with him because like I said of the three of us I think you're you're the most connected to watching so many movies mm-hmm. that I think you guys would have really great conversations cool. you're
1: also the biggest spoiler alert so just make sure he watched <laughs> it first I know <laughs>
0: That should be his nickname. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, speaking of which, also going to Disneyland, I've been trying to figure out how to get Javier at the park. Oh, you know, how to get really? Javier to the park. Really? Because, I'm kind of well, liking I, he's
2: thinking about me, though.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm always thinking of you, buddy. Aww. I, that's not true. <laughs> Especially not when I have bacon in my hand or mm. beer or something. But, or candy. I love candy. Everybody keeps asking me, when is Javier coming? When is Javier coming? We want the selfie because everybody wants the Aww. Javier selfie because it's so many points.
2: Okay. Oh, so they just want me for the points? They just want you for the points. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Used. Well, that's what I would use you
1: Look, for. Look, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. That's what we're both going to do the first that you step into the park.
0: Yeah, I don't think we count though. Oh, uh, uh, we disqualified? All right, Gary. I don't, I don't think we count because we're actually part of the thing. Oh, fair enough. Ouch. I don't know thing. how to feel about that. I, I mean, mean, I like you guys that
2: are thinking about me and all this and planning on how to get me in. and then, But it's just for points?
1: Well, if I'm disqualified from this, I don't want you at the park anymore.
2: Okay, good.
0: But you had a plan. <laughs> yes, so my plan is this. Either today, before Javier leaves, or before the next podcast is recorded, whatever the case is, I'm going to take a picture of Javier. Okay. Then I'm going to print an 8x11 picture of Javier. I'm going to cut out his shape, and I'm going to put him on foam core, and I'm going to put him on a dowel, (laughs) and I'm going to carry Javier around Disneyland. And if you find the picture of Javier (laughs) on the dowel, it is going to be just as good as taking the Javier selfie with Javier in the party. I
1: like this idea.
0: (laughs) Wait. So how do you get me in? We may call him Dowel Javier. He just got you in. He said he's going to get you in. Or Paper Javier. No, I'm gonna. I'm actually going to make the the paper Javier selfie more points than the Javier selfie. <laughs> I like that because I'm See, only gonna take him out for like 15 minutes when I'm in the park. And if you find me in those 15 minutes, you get the extended paper Javier selfie points.
2: I like you should, it. You, no, you should charge five dollars per photograph, and then you can make the money for the ticket. Why would I charge? $5 per photograph. For the points? No. For the photograph? No way. To, to get me in. <laughs> <clears throat> no way.
0: <laughs> Not going to happen. Wow. Not going to yeah. happen. But how fun would that be? I actually like that idea more. If people actually <laughs> find wow. Paper Javier, they can take a picture of him. <laughs> and there's there's actually listeners that I know that actually do this. Uh, listener and friend of the show, Tina. Mm-hmm. Actually has a paper Tina that goes around with oh. some of her other friends, Julia and stuff. And okay. she takes pictures. And I saw that. I thought, wow, that might be the best way to get Javier into the park. And <laughs> a lot of people do the paper Stanleys. Oh, yeah. you know they That's something that goes around the world and everything, which is really fun. So if we had a paper Javier.
2: I refuse to smile on this photograph.
0: You don't have to smile. The worse the picture, the better. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I'll be
2: super grumpy.
0: That's awesome. Well, what would change?
1: Aww. How many points would paper Javier be worth?
0: Well, I don't know. How many points is real Javier worth? A 1,000?
1: Are you at a 1,000? I, I don't know. Because I think mine
0: is 250. I think Mario's might be 500. Uh-huh. And I think Javier's is 1,000. 1, Until he gets a pass, then Javier's dumped down to 500.
1: I think that's fair. So, what? 1,500 for the paper
0: one? I think 1,500 for paper Javier.
1: So, I'll tell you what. Get a pass, then you can take a picture with Paper Javier for 1,500
0: points. But he doesn't count because he's part of the thing. Like I'm with trying the to thing him to get the a pass here. Just give him the point. Yeah, you know what? If you get a pass, you automatically get 5,000 points.
2: Nice.
0: Yay. Hey, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I win. You will be in the lead. All right. Well, yeah, I think it's a good idea. It's It'll be a... Um, a fun way of trying to get people to find Javier in the park without Javier being in the park. And if it works out, I might even do one for Mario. I'm not liking this. No, I'm sorry. I actually have a pass.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I'm liking it. Come on, it'll be a great idea. Paper mm. Javier, coming soon. I'll do it for the team, but I'm not liking it. Why don't you like it? Because uh, I feel like I'm being used for points. Exactly. What it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: if, it, if it makes you feel any better, we'll get everybody to give it a little kiss on the side. There you go. All right, go. deal
2: done. You there you go. Convince me. Now I'll smile.
0: Okay. Well, there you go.
2: So if it's a cutout, paper happy is coming soon. The front side is grumpy, and the back side happy. I like that idea. <laughs> and they get that to pick. So good. I like they that. Oh, they pretty... do get to pick yeah. which one oh, they do it, it with. It oh my god okay i'm down all right well we'll take the
0: we'll take the photographs today then and then we will i don't think i can get it done before i head out to the park later this afternoon but maybe for the next visit i'll have paper javier done all right cool so it'll actually give people a chance to listen to the podcast and know that it's (laughs) coming so that'll be excited i want to see what people choose
2: the grumpy or the happy
0: Oh yeah, that that'll be an interesting yeah. choice. I, I hope a lot more people choose Grumpy Javier. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> It'll just look funny. They're all smiling and yeah. having fun and Javier's like <laughs> Especially if they kiss the poster thing. Oh god. <laughs> like I don't want to kiss. Oh no. <laughs> all right, well. The uh, the changes at the park are coming along for the 60th. Uh, I have some photographs that I took at my last visit where you can see a lot of the diamonds are cool. coming along. Pretty exciting. It's it's really interesting and really cool how they're doing it. I was looking at the, the close-up versions of the shots that I took, mm. and it looks like they created these little blue tiles. And, I mean, not to give away the imaginary secrets or anything, but... You know those rocks, those colored blue, white crystal rocks that you yeah. get like at Michael's or a craft store or something uh-huh. like that? It looks like they took these little blue tiles and stuck a whole bunch of them on top of each tile. Okay. When you look at them up up close, there's only like six or seven on there. But when you look at it from far away and you look at the big picture, it really looks like it's sparkling. Right? right? Mm. It looks really good so far. Some people are not fans of how they're doing it. So I'll post some of these pictures yeah. uh, that I that I showed you guys, but it's really cool how instead of peeling anything off of the structure, they came up with this apparatus that they sit on top of the spires, yeah. that they're sitting on top of the the roof, and they're basically attaching all of these. You know, I get they look like planes almost. They they look like a giant plane with a, a bunch of sections of mm-hmm. these uh, little blue tiles with these rocks on them. I have to tell you, it is. Really kind of a brilliant way to solve this problem right. because you're like not going to diamonds. A,
2: it's like putting a paper cup on top of another paper cup. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. That is a great analogy. And when I think of how they, they're executing it, you know, they're not going to use real diamonds. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking, like, they must be using white glass or this. And they're, it's kind of that. It's kind of that same thing, but the fact that they've added all these little pieces of blues inside of it really, really helps the illusion that it's just sparkling. Mm -hmm. And as the sun travels, it literally, if you're standing right in front of the castle at different times of the day, you can see how these spires are sparkling Mm -hmm. through these little rocks. I love the effect so far. It looks really good. I, I think they're doing a good job. I can't wait to see what they do with the whole thing. I know it's still in process. The pictures that I took, of the ones that I showed you guys, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and post those on the uh, blog post for this episode, you so you'll be able to find or? that. Yeah, I'll, I'll do I'll do the the full shot, and then mm-hmm. I'll do kind of a close up shot, so people can see like the little sections. Yeah. Uh, that'll be at slash episode forty, and leave us your thoughts. Do you guys, if you guys have seen it in person, uh, tell us what you guys think of what they've done so far, and what you possibly you know expect from it when it's finished. And if you don't like it, what is it that you don't like about it? Because I have heard some people complain that they don't like the effect yet. Some people are complaining about the blue banners that are falling in front. Oh. Um, I, I think it's fine. Mm. I They don't bother me as much as it does other people.
2: See, I thought they were going to go with like the white and gray colors. And That's st- what I thought, too. Instead of... It looks like it's just the <clears> same colors, <throat> just sparkly. The original colors, just sparkly.
0: Yeah, I think... They, they they kind of power washed it, or they painted it, one of the two, mm-hmm. but the castle does look a little more vibrant. It does look a little cleaner. Mm-hmm. Uh, this last weekend, uh, we also had a chance to hang out with with Jeff and uh, his fiance, Martina, again. And while we were in the park, we noticed that they also gave It's a Small World a facelift. And I, we already kind of knew that that was happening because they had covered it up and they had all oh, the scraps right, and everything. Right. But it's a really subtle paint job. And it looks really, really good. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a few more muted blues, a few more muted peaches, and I don't I don't remember seeing any pinks anymore because uh, it was in the evening and there was still a couple portions of it that were blocked off. But but I do want to head over, uh, hopefully later today, to check it out and maybe get some photographs too because the expansion of Condor Flats, mm-hmm. where they had you know the airfield theme and stuff like that, that's officially gone. They've officially renamed it Grizzly Peak Airfield, and the new restaurant, the Smoke Jumpers Grill, is now open. Hmm. So it's completely rethemed. It is now an extension of Grizzly Peak, uh, which uh, it's it's fine. I what mean, do you I, think? I, I kind of. It looks good, though, or? From the pictures that I've seen so far, I, I think it looks good. Uh, okay. I think it fits the theming really well. Uh, Soaring over California. Uh, I think it's just going to remain the same. I don't think they're going to change it other than the fact that the video inside of it is going to change to 4K. Um, But I I do want to go check it out. And uh, I want to go check out that. And I want to see if they've made any changes to Carthage yet. Because I don't know if they've even started. I haven't even seen anybody post anything my assumption is that they are going to leave that for last because the castle is technically more important because the castle is actually in Disneyland, right. which is celebrating the 60th anniversary. Makes right. sense. So smoke jumpers, did that take place uh Taste Pilots? It is in place of the Taste Pilots Okay. Grill. Yeah. What
1: so. if the menu changed?
0: Well, <laughs> I I know for a fact that the thing I want to try out and hopefully I haven't eaten by the time we get there is the bacon cheddar burger. Oh,
2: Interesting.
0: I think they already had a bacon cheddar burger at Taste Pilots Grill, but now that it's Smoke Jumpers Grill, I'm I'm hoping that it's smoked bacon and that it tastes a little better. It's brand spanking new.
1: The subtle things you look for.
0: Hey, it's all about the details. I hope it's Applewood smoked. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You'll eat it
2: anyway. What, really, what does it yeah, matter? It doesn't matter. I'm
0: just saying. <laughs> it's bacon. <laughs> Spanking new. So, uh, a couple things. One, thank you, everybody, so much to anyone that's already purchased, or I, I shouldn't say purchased because if you've if you've given any money to. Kimberly, uh, Mario's girlfriend's, um, campaign on GoFundMe, uh, she set a song up called Hope, which was something that she decided to donate for anybody that, uh, funded her through GoFundMe for cancer research. Tell us a little bit about it, Mario, because well, you know the details better than I do.
1: Well, basically, I mean, um, we, we have a friend who just recently got diagnosed with, um, a a form of cancer in his arm, which, by the way, um, he, he fought it, and he's cancer-free now. Oh, good. So awesome. we love that. But, I mean, it did inspire um, writing the song because there are a lot of people in our lives that we know that kind of go through these situations. Right. So she um, uh, originally released it as a Google Play song. Uh, a lot of kind of legalities went into that, so we had to remove it. But I do thank the people that actually participated in buying it there. The contributions to that purchase actually did go to the GoFundMe when oh, we yeah. actually got that launched. Awesome. So she ended up creating a GoFundMe um, every time there was no minimum or no maximum, you can donate to this, but it gave you the song just the same through email. Uh, she's doing this on a daily basis. Every time somebody donates, uh, she devotes her nights to like sending it to them and thanking them for the contribution. And this is still going because we want to keep this going up <clears throat> until uh, National Cancer Survivors Days, which is uh, June seventh. June seventh.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So we started this on uh, Cancer Awareness Month, which was in February. The countdown continues. Um, And, yeah, once that's completed, we're just going to submit all that stuff to City of Hope. Right on. But, I mean, the goal was reached already. It is exceeding and it's still growing. So, thank you to everyone who has contributed. And, uh, yeah, let's just see how much more we can get before. You're welcome because I bought it right when you posted it.
2: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You were one of the Google Play contributions. So, thank you. (laughs) I
0: I was a part of executing it, but I have not purchased it. But I was a part in the execution of how to put it up. I was part of the questioning and the figuring out how to get it done.
2: So you're the reason it had to be taken down. No,
0: actually, I was was involved in giving a very long answer about how to possibly create a website Uh to actually do it before the GoFundMe ultimately Mm. was the way to do it.
2: Ah.
0: But I will buy it and I will donate because I think it's a very good thing that you guys are doing. So everybody that's done that, thank you guys so much. Uh, There are a lot of people out there that are affected by cancer. And, I mean, you've seen the hashtags, you've seen the shirts. There's the the very vulgar version of that cancer, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. hashtag. It's it's a really messed up disease, you know. And I hope that uh, we get a lot closer to finding out what it is we need to do to just eliminate it. You know, we have leaps and bounds with a bunch of other stuff, other diseases that just, you know, have gone away. Through this type of research, and I hope cancer is one of those in the near future. Definitely. So, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of the reason we started talking about it was because um, outside of Disney, you know, we're we're fans of things like The Simpsons, and recently Sam Simon passed away. Right. And Sam Simon was one of the creators of The Simpsons. Tell us a little bit about you know Sam Simon.
1: Like you just said, the thing that he's known most for is just the creation of The Simpsons. He was one of the three right uh, geniuses behind this whole thing. It was a Him, um, James L. Brooks. Matt Groening was actually brought in
0: after they were already on Tracy Ullman.
1: Well, yeah, because the Tracy Ullman show was coming up with cartoon concepts or little skits and things like that. And um, I believe they had two cartoon series uh, doing skits on the Tracy Ullman show. I don't remember the other one, to be completely honest with you. But um, when they were looking to create the Simpsons one, one of the people that worked on the Tracy Ullman show was a big fan of the um, Life is Hell series. So they ended up bringing Matt in. He pitched the idea of The Simpsons, which is all based on his family. Right. And, I mean, the rest is history, you know? Uh, Matt Groening, James O. Brooks, uh, Sam Simon. These were all just the creative forces behind this just phenomenon that 25-plus years later is, like, still going,
2: you know? Yeah.
0: It's a long time.
2: That's m- most of my life.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I know. It's most most people's lives. I mean, they're some of our cousins and, you know, nieces and stuff, they were born... Well, into the Simpsons run. Absolutely. They watch The Simpsons now, and I can tell them, well, I remember when The Simpsons first started. Yeah. And then they
2: think I'm really old. <laughs> I actually went back and watched season one of The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's terrible looking. What? Oh, it's terrible L- oh, looking. Oh, looking. Looking, looking. No, like, the, the stories it's were it's fantastic. So hilarious. I was about to wail on no, you. No, 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 no. <laughs> It looks so bad.
0: Yeah, the animation is, was really, really rudimentary. Yeah, but like Mario but was, was saying, it was based on the 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 animation style from Life is Hell, mm-hmm. and when you look at the evolution of the characters, where they were mm-hmm. to where they are now, you can tell a lot went into the development of what they look like. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So, it's I sharp just, now. It is very sharp. Yeah. They, they did a really good job in in fine-tuning the characters. Mm-hmm. So it, it's weird
1: because um, I, I, to this day, am still in school as mm-hmm. an art major because one of the things that I've always wanted to do is animation. Right. And it's funny because when I think about just everything that led me to want to do what I want to do, there was two moments in like my life when I realized this is what I want to do my entire life and one of them i mean irrelevant to the situation when i was a kid and you probably remember this just uh do you guys remember when your uh junior high school did that no smoking campaign oh
0: yeah where we had to do the the um the animatic of yeah. the no smoking yeah. and stuff that so, was awesome so when what? my brother
1: was in junior high school they ended up doing this no smoking campaign okay. that involved creating um animations to huh. advertise it, really, and they made this huge deal out of it. They went to this like auditorium. They played it at a film festival. Yeah. Get
2: out of here, um, it was had really, no idea. really
0: cool. Cartoon. So, just to add to what he's saying, basically the way that it worked was they brought in some animation tables, and they actually brought in the ones where they have the camera hovering hovering over it. Okay. So they came. They started off the year by telling us, "Hey, we're going to be part of this year long project. Before the school year ends, we're going to be doing these animations." What great are for- you in
2: by now? Seventh seventh grade, grade? I think, was when it happened. And so
0: it it was part of our art class, and they taught us how to create a flip book Mm. at first. And so we started with a flip book, and they basically said that flip book is the basic concept of animation. From there, they told us, come up with a three-minute story where you can tell me a story of how you would stop smoking or how you would tell somebody to stop smoking. And we came up with a story. They sat us down. They taught us how to do these mini storyboards And we basically created a giant flip book that ended with, I think it was ultimately about a one minute... Uh, Animation. That's awesome,
2: and you're about what, twelve years old? Uh, Twelve or thirteen? That's a big project. Yeah, it was awesome. So I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead, continue. And and the thing about that, like, keep that in mind. Okay, he was a seventh grader. I was a fourth grader. Okay. So when I'm in, you remember this? Yeah, I really do. Because honestly, I wouldn't shut up about it once it happened. (laughs) Yeah. This like award show thing. Um, you guys actually had like celebrity voice scenes, like the female voice that does like a um. Uh, Rocky from Rocky and Bullwinkle yeah. was there presenting it. It was pretty. She, big. Was, no way. But yeah. the thing is, this like night opened my eyes that cartoons aren't these funny things. I just sit down and watch. It's yeah. a business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's so much that goes into it. Creating the flip books, creating the time frame, people that do voices. So then I started studying the stuff they did behind the scenes on The Simpsons. You know, and Sam Simon, um, he aside from being one of the creators of the actual storyline, he created a lot of the characters. Uh, Mr. Burns was one of them Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Burns wasn't supposed to be the character he is now he was supposed to be like this big uh, um, what do they call him? Like a kingpin. looking yeah Yeah, he was supposed to be like this really big like bulky looking dude and it's just the evolution that went from that to this Yeah. the cleanup from the messy kind of um, classic Chupo style of animation that went to the polished product that is now it's just I couldn't get enough of it like I could not stop thinking about it but yeah I mean aside just from studying all the things that like Sam Simon and Matt Groening were doing you kind of study these people as just the behind-the-scenes, all the work that they do into other things. And that's when I kind of started looking into, like, all the stuff that Sam Simon used to do. I mean, he was one of, uh, not creators, but he was one of the power forces behind the show Taxi. I don't know if you remember that mm-hmm. show. It lasted about, what, like eight years? No, five years. Well, and that's then, where we got Andy Kaufman. Yeah, so. correct. Yeah. So, uh, a good five-year run, but he was just kind of live-action. And then... um I mean, I, I think to this day, Sam Simon is still probably considered one of the better story writers in Hollywood. You know, just a, a lot of the things that it, it's a little too predictable nowadays. It is. And a lot of the stuff that he used to write when he was working on stuff like that, it's just like even now the way The Simpsons is kind of going. I mean, no offense, it's still a pretty entertaining show, but it's just they they cater to a lot of. Internet memes. Pop culture. Pop culture. Things like that. It's very very
0: big on pop culture, Mm. which I think is kind of smart, though, because... They're trying to stay relevant. Exactly. When you think of how long The Simpsons has been around, there's only so much you can do with Springfield and the characters of Springfield itself. Yeah, You do have to start involving pop culture, in my opinion, because like Javier said it makes you more relevant to True. to the current they're basically taking the humor and the writing that existed 25 years ago before the internet before you know uh, cell phones and uh, or smartphones and stuff like that things like Tumblr things like YouTube have changed the scope of media and because those things have changed media so much information becomes so much more accessible Right. which is why I think they made certain changes. Like one, did you guys know you can watch every single episode of the Simpsons in existence on the FX app?
2: Yes. No, that's yeah. awesome. If, Hashtag if,
1: every Simpsons ever.
0: Yeah. That's nice. how that started when they got the license to go to FX mm. and they did the marathon where they played yeah. every single Simpsons episode. Uh-huh. The way they culminated that was by launching the FX app and having every Simpsons episode available on there.
2: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
0: And, yeah. It's really cool because they're using today's technology to bring all that back and kind of bring it full circle. So that same uh, the same way that you know they pull memes and stuff like that into the show is how they're going to continue to remain relevant. I think every show reaches that point of burnout, you know because when you think of a show like Family Guy, how much in family Guy is starting to look repetitive now mm. right? you know it's starting to get to that point too. However, I think, to a certain extent, I think Family Guy does a slightly better job of kind of incorporating pop culture. Uh, it's a lot more crude the way that they do it, mm-hmm. but uh, it's what you have to do.
1: And you know what? Honestly, I, I really agree with that just because I firmly believe that The Simpsons became this, like, pop culture thing because they had Family Guy to compete with. Mm-hmm. Like even That's though That's a good point. Like, yeah. even though Family Guy got canceled, like, what? three times three before times. season 4. Yeah. <laughs> because they were that inappropriate, they kept coming back people like what they had to offer like and I think the Simpsons had something to compete with.
0: The the thing about the internet now especially is it really puts you in a creative space where networks networks historically I guess have had a way of putting things in front of you that regardless of whether or not you like it if someone in the studio likes it, it's gonna keep playing. Mm-hmm. You know, the best example I can give you about that now is Community. Oh, wow. I love the TV show Community. Okay, I loved it when it was on, ABC, uh, on NBC. The thing about Community is that Dan Harmon isn't really the easiest guy to work with, mm-hmm. and because of that, they canceled Community on NBC, and it jumped around, it jumped around, and finally landed with Yahoo. So it's an internet series now on Yahoo. I would have preferred Netflix take it, but yeah. you know, Net, uh, Yahoo got it. Regardless, we're getting new episodes of Community now mm-hmm. because we live in this space where you can now choose what you want, and because you can now choose what you want, people are smarter about how they work those hours into their day. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think of House of Cards, the latest season. You know, eh, not all that great, but House uh, House of Cards kind of broke the mold for mm. all this with Netflix because they basically said, "Hey guys, here's an entire season of this. Enjoy it whenever you want." That's true, and that's what Netflix allows you to do. Right, you can go back and watch these TV series. Now they have all you these don't have new to wait for a week or anything. Exactly, yeah. you know that's, that's what we should do. Let's
2: just record a bunch of them.
0: <laughs> House of Hearts
2: yeah, just release them all in one day everything yeah. <laughs> yeah. people that, binge anyways funny. right <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll record all 200 episodes <laughs> going forward and yeah. then we'll just dump Listen them all in. your Absolutely. disclosure <laughs> yeah. you guys can barely show up for two hours every week I don't think you guys can be here for 600 <laughs> yeah, exactly. hours to record everything uh, I don't think your wife would appreciate that your girlfriend would appreciate Probably that not. and I want to see my kids and wife so <laughs> let, let me just veto that now <laughs> But, I I mean, that's the world we live in. Right. You know, we live in a in a media-centric world where you get to now choose what you want. Podcast, this, the medium that we are on now, uh, we are very fortunate that we have a fan base the way that we do because they chose to listen to us. Mm-hmm. And I choose to listen to other shows. And, again, that's just the world we live in. So, things like I the only Simpsons, listen to Pocketeers. Do you? Yeah. Oh, I heard they're good. Uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> You know, things I don't like, like the Simpsons guy, though. I don't either. He's kind of a jerk. <laughs> but the Simpsons and Family Guy and all this stuff, You know when, when you think of how they've incorporated pop culture, it's because, like you said, they want to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. They want people to still choose to go watch them. I think there's going to be a point where how you're kind of seeing these networks pop into the over—it's um, not called over-the-air. It's called um, over-the-top type plans where like HBO HBO has HBO Go and now they have their other service that's over the top, which basically over the top basically means that you no longer need a cable or satellite service mm. in order to get that. It's going to get to a point where this whole a la carte thing is going to be just the same as getting a cable subscription if you want everything. Yeah. But if you don't want everything and you are very... Um, if, if you're very... Uh, selective about what you get you'll probably save tons of money probably true. you know with a $15 HBO subscription a $10 Netflix or $8 Hulu or whatever you want you'll get pretty much everything that you want
2: except mm-hmm. those are gonna increase I see that I could see that they too. will were we talking about Sam Simon we, we were, were talking about <laughs> Sam Simon <laughs> and, uh,
1: before we actually jump to kind of his just uh, life and achievements <laughs> and accomplishments uh, the whole <laughs> and there goes Javier blowing up my
2: ears again sorry bud so,
1: it's funny how the the logic behind the whole Simpsons thing seems a little full circle to me just because um, Sam was saying in an interview a couple of years uh, ago how um, he feels TV these days aren't innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, if you really think about it, yeah, you're right. Um, Simpsons had to keep up with pop culture just to kind of stay relevant to the youth and stuff like that. Um, but, but he complains about the fact that they're is nothing there that's making them stand out above the rest, you know? The Simpsons were uh, one of the first TV families to uh, actually point out that they were a dysfunctional family. Mm -hmm. If you remember, uh, Simpsons used to air on Thursday nights, and they used to follow Married with Children, uh, another family, live action, but still they were a family who was dysfunctional but didn't acknowledge that they were. Yeah, they didn't really say it. Yeah, and the Simpsons were very well aware of that, okay? Because from, like, episode one, they're trying to, like, they go to um, Doctor Marvin Monroe. Yeah. Oh yeah, you that's know, right. Just to kind of <laughs> the family <Martin> therapist, <laughs> exactly. Just to fix what th- their family <laughs> with, dysfunction. With
0: the foam
2: bats. <laughs> but, <laughs> Did they do electroshock too? Yeah. yeah,
1: worked much better without the padding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Even Maggie was hitting. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like that. That's
1: one of the things that made The Simpsons innovative. But if you think about it, it the reason I say it sounds full circle is because The Simpsons wouldn't be relevant 25 years later if that didn't start off the way it was mm-hmm. being innovative. You know what I'm saying? So it's like they're still significant today, be it they have to be pop culture or whatnot, but because they created that solid foundation that made them this phenomenon that they are
0: today. Well, they were ahead of their time. When when you think about that specifically, think of, think of the phenomenon that was reality TV. Mm-hmm. Be, when reality TV was really closer to quote-unquote reality tv before they ruined our lives with the kardashians (laughs) reality tv it was ruined before that by the way oh (laughs) much more before that but yeah yeah, i mean this was just kind of the icing on the cake you just want to kick to the side but reality tv brought this entirely different type of viewing experience where it was more personal and it was you, you felt like you were a part of it and when you think of I mean, I'll tell you the truth. Earlier, when we were talking about what we spend our time doing, most of the time I spend my time watching YouTube videos. Mm. You know, there's a lot of really good YouTube series, and some of them aren't even like quote unquote TV type series. There's a lot of really good ones. A few years ago, I really enjoyed watching Red vs. Blue, which was this series about these like Halo characters that were just going around like killing each other, you know, but. With YouTube, you have this entirely other different type of experience where people are putting out the content that they want. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's truthful to a certain extent. You know, it's, it, it's more personal. It's more relatable. And that's what The Simpsons did. Mm-hmm. The Simpsons were ahead of their time because, like you said, they immediately acknowledged that they were dysfunctional. And they were, you basically connected with them because you thought, yeah, that's my family too. Yep, you know, exactly. you immediately knew what you were expecting.
2: We all had a Homer. We all had a Bart. Exactly. We all had that smart Lisa. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was just the creative force behind it that made it what it was today. Did you check out any interviews or stuff like that on Sam Simon?
2: Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, basically, he was asked a, a question of, "What do you want to be known for?" And th- at this point in the interview, he already knew he was diagnosed with cancer. Mm-hmm which that's a whole different topic because he was totally bummed out. Right. But he of course number 1 was his uh the Simpsons. He must yeah. be known for that. But he kind of wants to put on top that all his um all what he's done s to, to help and save animals. Right. You know. Yeah,
0: he was really big for PETA. Yeah.
2: Yeah. He uh he talked about how he he bought boats to, to go out into the ocean to save whales and dolphins and all this stuff. He wear, he wore it as a badge of honor. Right. you I know would too. And he talked about how he wants to give his fortune away. Right. To to save animals. Yeah. You know? That's, that's what he wants to be known for.
1: And the thing is, I think this is what I would love to kind of... Uh, acknowledge above everything else. I know we just spent like minutes and minutes talking about The Simpsons because it's mm-hmm. what he's famous for. But if you really think about it, how much time was he really on that show? He was one of the creative forces behind it. But then after that, ended up leaving the series, and he was really just the name behind it. He was yeah, receiving that an check an for the creation producer, of yeah. it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, he was bought out. Uh, yeah. We talked about this. Wasn't
0: it about ten years into the run?
2: Uh, no, it was even before that. I think really? it was before. Yeah. And according to the interview I heard, was he was getting. Approximately ten million dollars a year. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I don't know is when does that end? And it might not end, as Mario pointed out uh, when we he and I. Spoke. I don't think it ever will. I don't no. think
1: it will end. I think as long as the Sam Simon Foundation exists, I think that's
0: where money's going to keep going. Oh, ending. thank you for mentioning there. It.
2: That's his number three. That's the number. Th- that's the third thing he said he was proud of. Oh, uh, was uh, his foundation right? Mm-hmm. That's the
0: Animation Foundation, right? or is that the
1: no this is the one that actually caters towards them and and here's the other thing too i heard in an interview um he 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 got complaints from people about the fact that he puts a lot of his money towards like animal rights and animal care and stuff like that but he actually did donate to food banks and stuff like that he did like out of his own personal pocket he would feed like 200 people a day Good. you know like the Sam Simon Foundation actually donates to food banks too and and It was funny the way he was talking about this in the interview was just uh, his his food donations are vegan because he was a vegetarian. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I think he completed it too, by the way, to becoming full vegan. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And and it was funny because someone had like the gall to just ask him like, "Well, what if the people you're donating to aren't vegan? First of all, they're hungry. They're gonna eat what they get. Okay. Second, I loved his response to him. He's like, "Well, give them food out of your food bank." nice <laughs> it's just like come on, where do you go and complain yeah, about something yeah. like that yeah <laughs> but I did love that and I mean um, I- I'm reading wasn't, right here like, wasn't
0: there an episode of the Simpsons where they pre- paid tribute to that where Lisa went vegan yeah where she kept picturing like the yeah. pork chops or the lamb chops yeah. and the little like the little lamb yeah, or something. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, I love that scene too <laughs> where, yeah. she's like where lamb just, chops Lisa. there. <laughs> 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 she asked Lisa if she wants like lamb chops and then like rump roast and then, like, hot dogs. And the whole, like, her her thought bubble is, like, everything coming together to
2: become this. And the hot dog was, like, a pigeon, a boot, a tire. Like, disgusting. Didn't she say she wouldn't eat it until pigs flying at the end of the scene? It was a pig flying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, just the overall
1: philanthropist, you know, he he gave to people as much as he gave to animals. You're right. He did fight for, like, animal rights. Um, uh, uh, Apparently, he was on one of these missions where... Where they would board a ship and they would go to where they were hunting like whales and dolphins right. and stuff like that. And they would try to stop them. The 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 thing that just kind of made this really scary and the fact that he had the courage to even consider doing this. He never got to do it, by the way. It's just he wasn't able to. Yeah. When he finally got to uh, take the opportunity to do it is when he got diagnosed. So he never got mm, a chance. Yeah, to. he never went. But,
2: but th- what I heard was he bought a the boat he bought. One of the ones he bought, I should say was actually one of the Japanese. Uh, yes. And he, what did he say? He said something like he he wanted uh, to symbolize that what this used to be was used for evil is now being used yeah, for good. Correct. Yeah. Oh, that's I love cool. the thought I didn't that. know that. But yeah. the thing that was
1: like so scary about this is just that they, they go. It's kind of like a sit-in. You don't go for war. You go for peace. But these people are armed. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to get in the way of their work and their money, they're going to fight back.
0: I bet you there was hidden cannons in that thing that he was going to get ready <laughs> I'm to fire. Sure. <laughs> in the event emergency just launched, but just just no, like, like... no, they're attacking, batten down the hatches.
2: <laughs> his next plan was to buy a submarine. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> from below. <laughs> the, his next thought was to make a giant clear bubble and put it right over their ship so they yeah. couldn't do anything, <laughs> trap them inside their boat in the water.
1: But I mean, yeah, I mean. Everything he attempted to do, uh, everything that he's still gonna be doing. I mean, I know his family is gonna like oh, I'm take sure over it, his legacy it, it and stuff will like continue. that. Absolutely. Like this, this guy was amazing for what he did, and it, it's funny because you don't really get that from from that kind of mindset. I mean, he grew up in Beverly Hills. He, he grew. He claims he didn't grow up around like famous people and stuff like that. But according to his story, from what I heard in a podcast, he shared a a property line. With Priscilla Presley. So Elvis Presley was there like all the time. (laughs) Oh, so no, he didn't grow up with anybody famous. As a matter of fact, he lost his dog once when he was a kid and Elvis brought it back. Nice. (laughs) His mother knew Groucho Marx. Oh, wow.
2: So it's just like, I mean... Well, he did not his parents did. I think maybe that was his point. I guess that's Yeah, those people aren't famous. I want to point out that he actually bought circuses and zoos to free the animals. Where he he mentioned where he bought a... uh, Uh, A circus that used elephants that for 28 years of their lives were always chained up. Really? Yeah. And he literally bought them just so they can feel what grass feels like on their feet. Good for him. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wasn't
0: there something that just recently got released that uh, circuses are banned from using elephants? Yeah, correct. Well, how long ago was that? In the last two weeks, I'm did not he have sure. anything to do with that, or was that I'm just? Curious now, I think Ringling Renew-
2: Brothers said that they will officially stop using animals in 2018 or 2016. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, they right. wanted She's... two years. Yep. They asked. I guess they asked for two years to to, to, to re- transition redo their act and stuff right. like that. To transition. Well, at to least no there's
0: animal. at least there's a you know kind of an ending to that right. with them. So right. that's cool.
1: But yeah, I mean. Uh, just, like, from all his accomplishments. I was I was checking out his Twitter recently, and, I, like, I love the way he put this. I'm just a kid from Beverly Hills that got lucky hmm. because he just, he had the money and the opportunity and just the, I mean, I, I don't call that luck, you know? I mean, I think that was all his hard work. Like, just the genius behind it to yeah. do the things that he did. I didn't even know he worked <clears throat> on Cheers. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah, he was, like,
2: a producer for Cheers, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a laundry list of things that he, he worked on. They, I had no idea that he worked on. I wish I could remember. I really I can't remember. But yeah, he, he did things that had no idea that he was on. Yeah, exactly.
1: But um, I mean, you think about it, these are just the names that are going to like linger through the ages. Everyone's going to remember what Cheers was, you know, it's like, I wasn't a big fan of the show, but even I know what it was. Mm -hmm. The Simpsons are still continuing and I know they're going to be remembered forever. Yeah. But, uh, and then aside from that that he put on his Twitter, I, uh, the podcast I was listening to, they recorded with him, um, the host of it. I don't know the host anymore. But he said, you won at life. Mm. And that actually makes like a lot of sense because, I mean, the guy was just the creative force behind all these things. But he made enough money to live comfortably the rest of his life. He didn't do it to make himself live comfortably. He did it for others.
0: That's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like That's a good way to win.
1: Yeah, Exactly and and just knowing that this is still going to continue even after he's
2: passed yeah
1: i'd say that's a win for sure
2: and on the podcast i heard him on he said he was going to live his life as in denial he was going to live his life hard and happy and do as much as he could right he knew it's going to end but he he said i'm going to live in denial i'm just going to be happy. Right. You know, and spend all my money. <laughs> and it's
1: funny because I don't know if we heard the same podcast, but if you were listening to it, he wasn't sad. He wasn't complaining he wasn't. about anything. Mm-mm. As a matter of fact, like before the the one that I heard, um, they smoked cigars before they actually went on air. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy how he just kind of lived every day just like joking. He was even making jokes about the whole thing behind it. I mean, you come to acceptance, but it's just like the fact that he was able to just kind of live life like nothing was happening. Yeah. Man, you got to respect him for that. Like, True. you really do.
2: Yeah, that's really admirable. I want to say one thing. He was, uh, according to him, he was misdiagnosed multiple times. Yeah. He was taking, I think, antidepressants, uh, steroids, and stuff like that because he couldn't figure out what was wrong with him. Mm-hmm. So it took uh, two years after to realize that what kind of cancer he had. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess the medication was hiding what the truth was. Yeah. Exactly,
1: mm-hmm. and then that's, uh, yeah, they said that what he originally they diagnosed him just have like a virus, yeah, you know, uh, and they couldn't even find it. So that's know? why they yeah. kept.
2: That's why they gave him the, I guess, steroids and stuff. And then he he was in in this sadness. So then they gave him antidepressants. You know what I mean? He they you just couldn't figure out what was going on with him. Mm-hmm. Wow,
1: and it's funny. I like I, I he told the story of when they actually like told him what the situation was. They brought this like X-ray chart. That they had done all the studies on. And and it was full of like all kinds of like colors. But the majority of the color on the screen was white. Right. Uh-huh. So they put it up and they show it to him. And he's like, wow, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and the doctor goes, the white stuff on the charts cancer. <laughs> like, oh, that's not so beautiful anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think he went into his liver, his kidneys. Yeah. And uh, at the point when the podcast I heard, it was, they didn't even know if it was in his brain yet. Yeah, exactly. But it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, um I mean it's it's a sad way obviously to go. It's a yeah. sad way for anybody to go not just for Sam Simon but you know when you get an opportunity to live your life like that and you get to do as much you you get to make as much of a change as you can tell that Sam Simon made it's it's a very like I said it's a very admirable quality for somebody to be going through something like that. You know, some of us we freak out for the little tiniest things, you know. It's like we don't get the the coffee that we want, and all of a sudden it's like my day is ruined right <laughs> you know, and yeah. I mean, you think of people that deal with this on a daily basis and have been diagnosed. those are some of the strongest people
1: absolutely. on this earth mm-hmm.
0: whether they've beat it or whether they are going through it now, they are some of the strongest people that are living absolutely and, you know that our thoughts, our prayers, everything, positive thoughts and vibes go out to all those people that are dealing with it, you know, hopefully we can find a cure. Things like hope, you know, yep. that are out there. I know that there's organizations that dedicate themselves to that. Um,
2: you know, I hope we can find a cure. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good. It's a good uh, way to say, go get checked. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Yeah, go yeah. get it done. I know a lot of people are scared of just even going and seeing a doctor, but you never know. Yeah, it could save your life.
0: Hey, on on a on a totally different note, kind of related though. For everybody watching the episode or watching the episode, watching. everybody listening to the <laughs> Wait, episode, what? I know are you recording this too? Yeah, you guys don't know this, There's the camera. Say hi to the camera, guys. <laughs> oh my God. If, there's no camera, guys. Not yet. Uh, I, I want to say, for anybody that saw the title card for this episode, you guys saw us as Simpsons characters. Yes. Javier drew those. That yeah. was all Javier, and they that are thanks. awesome. So good, dude. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing uh, that. I'm happy you liked it. They look fantastic. <laughs> thanks. You got my signature black Dickie shirt and blue pants. Yeah. Look <laughs> <laughs> oh, at <forget> the camera. <laughs> With the camera. Yeah. And, and rocking uh, the beats. Rocking the beats, <laughs> uh-huh. like you normally do. Yep. And then Quirky Javier <laughs> yeah. doing what Quirky Javier does.
2: I'm Superman. Oh, is that what you're supposed to be doing?
0: I thought you were doing the hustle. I thought you were staying doing alive. The hustle. Yeah. That... I... Oh wow! It totally changes the entire perspective of that image. Thanks, man. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's it, guys. I think we're gonna wrap up this episode. So, uh, if you guys, if you guys have a, say, a favorite Simpsons episode, we'd like to hear about it. Uh, I know that this was very geared towards Sam Simon and kind of all the stuff that happened. But, you know, considering that for most of us, The Simpsons was the biggest part of that. We'd like to hear what your favorite Simpsons episode is. So uh, if you guys have one, if you guys have been a fan of The Simpsons, head over to Pocketeers.com slash episode 40. Leave us a comment. Tell us which episode you guys like. Or you can do so on the Facebook post for this episode. You can also find us there at facebook.com slash And if you just want to give us a quick comment or a quick tweet or something, we are at podcateers on Twitter and also on Instagram. So leave us a message there. Um, is there anything else, guys?
2: before we before we head out for today. When you said that, I think it, I thought of the episode where, was it a chili cook-off and he eats that one? The ghost it, pepper? The ghost pepper, yeah. Yes. <laughs> that episode is one of the ones that always pops in my head. <laughs> he sees the coyote. Yeah. <laughs>
0: goes into a hallucination. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's how you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great episode. I love that one. Okay, so uh, anything else before we quickly wrap up? Uh,
1: actually, yeah, I have something. Cool. Um, this past week, I actually had the privilege of meeting an, an upcoming social club uh, oh, right known on. as Waltz Troopers. Cool. So I got to meet the president and the vice president. It was uh, Robin Jr. So I just wanted to say hi to you guys like I told you I would when we were hanging out at Starbucks. What's up, guys? But uh, yeah, totally awesome dudes. Uh, like I said, they're barely starting it right now. Five members, but they're up and coming. Keep cool. an eye out for them in the park. All right.
0: Cool. heard anything else from you? No, I'm good. Awesome. All right, guys. As always, thank you so very much for listening. Uh, Remember that if you guys are listening through iTunes, leave a comment. Uh, If you guys have something great to say about the podcast, and if you don't, then don't leave anything. (laughs) 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 Just send us an email (laughs) instead. And, uh, again, you can find out more about us and the podcast at podcateers.com. Please share the comments or the uh, Facebook post that we put and all that good stuff. That's it. It's time for me to head out to Disneyland. I'm going to go see if I can get some pictures and eat one of them bacon burger Lord things. King. Don't worry. We'll get your picture. you will create be there Paper too. Javier. Yeah. All right, cool. He won't be there today. He won't be there today, but we'll have grumpy and uh, smiling Paper Javier <laughs> soon. So, All right, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate all of you and all the comments and uh, everything that you guys do for us and uh, comments that you guys leave for us. So, Uh, Until next week, here is to beers, cheers, and Mickey ears. Have a fantastic week, everyone.
2: Thank you, Sam Simon. You define my childhood. This is for you, Sam. Don't!